0: I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to spider down and the Secret Walls. Prepare for battle.
1: It was a defensive exercise.
0: Yeah, best defense is a good offense. Or is it the other way around?
2: Welcome to World. I'm your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan. And in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. And welcome to another edition of Secret Defenders, where I task my guests to defend their favorite movies that are underrated, infamous, or obscure. And with the release of the new Twilight book, Midnight Sun, and the release of the Batman trailer, Lucy Jane Devane and Scott Hodgson are here to defend. Possibly defend, possibly not so much. We'll find out. <laughs> so we're going to look at the entire Twilight saga. Uh, the saga that launched a million erotic fan fictions about pale emos covered in diamantes. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, good.
2: Yeah, not bad. Thank you. How are you? I'm very good. Very, very good after a last day at work for a little while. So that's going be, to be nice to have a bit of chill time, a bit of downtime. i will probably mostly asleep like, like a lot of vampires. Anyway, we're here to talk about Twilight. So a, quite a divisive set of films and books. Um, but there is a large, large group of fans out there. Uh, Lucy, you being one of them.
1: Yeah, although I wouldn't normally admit it but yes it's it's my guilty pleasure so Most
2: pleasure don't worry uh, you know i i've i've got a few guilty pleasures you know one of them being maroon five so there you go we've all we've all got our guilty pleasures
1: we've all got our <laughs> vices haven't we Vices, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and mine is terrible music uh so um so so you're a big fan of the have you read the books lucy
1: i haven't read the books yeah. um yeah, this is
0: I don't think any of us have read the books. No, so this is very much going off for the films.
1: Yeah, definitely. Rather going than off the books. The
2: film. So we're not we're not we're kind of casual sort of casuals in regards to the uh, the Twilight saga, I guess. We we haven't read the books, but I've done a little research into the author, Stephanie Meyer, but we'll we'll get into that a little bit later. Um but Lucy, you, you like these films. Um so what, what is it that you like about the Twilight saga and the and the franchise in general?
1: Yeah, just I suppose sort of going back to the books. My introduction to Twilight was at uni, um, and it was because one of my very good housemates, uh, Miss Lucy Crush, who you may remember, I do, um, she so she was studying English, and I think she has read all the books. And at uni. Um, She, I mean she's a big Harry Potter fan and she was like loves her fantasy so she kind of she kind of introduced our whole house to Twilight at uni which probably wasn't very cool back then but she was like she was like you know it's vampires it's wolves like you know just just get into it but I think when I first when I first started watching it she was kind of narrating in the background. So because she'd kind of had this, she kind of and read the books, she would kind of, we'd watch them as a house and most of the time we'd just be like laughing out loud at how ridiculous they were. But she'd be kind of filling us in on the, not the kind of backstory, but I think some of the kind of intricacies and, you know, she'd be kind of just filling us in. So I think at first I kind of didn't really... I wasn't paying that much attention and then as I started watching them I think for me the the biggest thing which is probably still why I still play them now when no one's around when Scott's not around it's my guilty pleasure on a weekend um I think for me that it's like the visual side of things so I think coming at it from a kind of like location and setting for me the thing that always really stood out was how you know you've got these really kind of dramatic landscapes with mountains and like forests and it's very it's very green and dark and damp and and that that kind of setting and that location I I kind of was quite drawn into because I don't think like I I love all that kind of stuff you know like really kind of quite dramatic landscapes and you, you
2: were a you were a location scout for a little while weren't you that was your job
1: yeah, for 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 a few years, I, I did that, and I think this was obviously I watched these before before I kind of did that job, but it always kind of struck me as every time I watched them, I always felt really cold, and like it's you, you really get that sense that it's really dense forest, and you kind of it's quite rural, and it's it's kind of low lighting, it's really dark, and then you and then I think seeing the the Cullen house for the first time you know that real glassy kind of modern architectural house for me that really stood out yeah I think that's what kind of drew me in a little bit because I haven't really I can't really think of any of the films that kind of do that for me so you've got this really kind of yeah just really cold feeling damp feeling and you know it, it, there's not there's not a lot of action for quite a while, I think. It's just kind of setting the scene. And then also, I've also never wanted to drive a Volvo so much in my entire yeah. life. <laughs> but but seeing seeing Edward Cullen drive around in this snazzy Volvo along these kind of, you know, foresty roads, I was like, yes, I'm in, I'm in.
2: My, when so, I was a kid, my mum had a Volvo and it was not snazzy. Because- <laughs> I think the exhaust would constantly fall off if you rolled the window down it would never roll back up um we had to have a plastic bag over that window a lot of the time it was uh, volvos do not have a good kind of it doesn't ring a good um, memory to me <laughs> volvo but i but. i
1: don't know i don't know why in these films it seems to have like a real big presence of the volvo and it always seems like you think oh it's really fast and Snazzy, and you want to drive one. I just always wanted to drive a Volvo after watching these films. So, well, yeah.
2: you know what? That was a very successful product placement, I believe. Yeah. It was.
1: It, it definitely worked. Worked on me. <laughs> <You're so laughs>
2: nice. um, Scott, now, now you have been, you have been kind of. I don't want to say roped in because that's a very negative phrase, but you have been uh. kind of. Uh, uh, what's the word? I think kind of designated companion on this journey with Lucy. Yeah. I think that's probably the best way. Um, how do you feel about the films? Do you have as as good a kind of relationship with them or, you know, how do you feel about them in
0: general? Uh, I first watched, I think um, I watched the first two at the, at the ed- towards the end of uni or maybe after a couple of years of leaving uni. Um, obviously, I knew knew about them when they were out in the cinema but i was very typical sort of bloke just say oh god oh they're terrible films even though i've watched them yeah um and then the first time i watched them it, it having having heard a lot of people say how bad they were I, they're not actually terrible yeah i don't think there's i quite enjoy watching them i think this was the third time round because obviously in, preparing for this we've watched all of them I've over converted, the last week
1: basically. <laughs> um, now it's quite hard. there
0: are there are <laughs> bits of it that i do enjoy there are a lot of terrible things that, don't get me wrong but I, I can sit i probably wouldn't want to watch them again but having watched them three times i i think a lot of people just say they're terrible and they've never watched them yeah I think that there are some very good things to enjoy. I think there's a lot a lot of the acting is actually pretty good. And I think we'll talk about specific people. Oh, I'm sure. But, <laughs> what,
1: <laughs> what I was gonna say, like, is obviously I kind of got introduced to it through my through Lucy Crush, my friend and like not out of choice. I wouldn't hmm. have told cho- I was like, Oh, this is gonna be trash. But then you know, you kind of get sucked in a little bit. And then it's that whole thing of that guilty pleasure where, for me, hmm. the Twilight's out there is on a weekend. If I'm, just I'm over. hungover, which we were a lot obviously at uni, and then you just want a bit of downtime. Obviously, it rains a lot in Manchester. So you always feel like you want to kind of, you know, wrap up on the sofa and just kind of chill out and watch something. For me, I can stick on Twilight anytime. And it's like my go to kind of, yeah, it's that kind of guilty pleasure happy place where you can just kind of enjoy something and yeah just just kind of just sit there and not you don't Mm. need to kind of pay too much attention because it just kind of they're all very similar let's be honest they kind of you know it's a lot of like a lot of kind of intense looks like long pauses dramatic landscapes and you kind of sit there and you you kind of just let it wash over you a little bit so I, I think it's kind of quite it's good for that kind of thing where you think, yeah, I can they, stick.
2: They, I think visually, like you said, Lucy earlier on, they are very strong. They do look beautiful and it, it gives you, is it Alaska? Is it kind of an Al- Alaskan?
1: It's yeah. So it's, it's like really West coast America, but I think it's kind of like, um, uh, near or- Oregon. I think yeah. it is slightly north of there. So you've got the, um, like I think it's the North Pacific ocean, and then you've got like a lot of forest so it's Forks the town that it's set in is like this quite small remote town but it's it's like got some sort of logging like because there's so many forests mm. it, it's kind of yeah logging trade um and yeah I, I think it just you know you, you just really get the sense I always feel like I think it really it really kind of comes across you know this the green the damp the dark you know these forests then you've got this really like rugged ocean and when they go to the beach that they call or i think it's actually a place called lapush yeah when they say like oh bella we're going to the beach and then you think in your head oh yeah it's going to be lovely and then they get there and it's like it's like brutal it's like and also just another thing about the kind of it's got a very um a very cool kind of color palette all the way through so it's like very oh, yeah. um basic color like muted colors
2: I think yeah
1: very yeah. muted colors very um basic costumes let's be honest there's like I think the uh, the wolves get through a lot of cargo pants but that's about it but, <laughs> <laughs> but there's hardly any like vivid colors in it and I think that's until maybe like the, the Voltori, the vampires get involved. I think that's true, yeah. like, you know, it's quite kind of natural and yeah. So for me, I think that's probably the thing that, that pulls me in the most. I have
2: to say I, I agree with you both. I think visually they are the films are quite nice and they're very much you can look at them and go, that looks nice, that shot is gorgeous. And I agree with Scott as well. I this is the first time I've watched I've seen I saw the first one at uni. I think me and Scott might watch it at the same time, that first film. Um, but then I haven't touched them since. I've just watched that one, and I was like, well, it wasn't that great. Um, my friend recently, Dan Dan Kietis, he said that the first one is the worst one, um, but it obviously it depends on your preference, but I thought, you know, we'll, we'll give them a try, and we'll see what happens. Um, but I, I honestly have enjoyed them more than I thought I would. Again, like Scott says, there is some stupid stuff and some confusing stuff and interesting choices, let's say.
0: Parts of it... it- is that sort of enjoyment out of watching something terrible Mm -hmm. you know like watching the room what i enjoy about watching twilight it's not all of that there are some actual good things in it that i can appreciate
1: but yeah Yeah, that's the other entertaining part about it is that the whole thing takes itself really fucking seriously and bella and edward are so wrapped up in themselves and so serious but actually there's a few really key quotes and like comments that come through that just I don't think are meant to be as funny as they actually are but they are laugh out loud oh, ridiculous yeah. so you know you've got this kind of drama and this really like dramatic scenery and really intense like moments and then someone will just say something and you'll be like that is ridiculous <laughs> just and then it just stays with you, and you're like, "It's just stupid." But yeah, I, yeah I think I also think it it isn't meant to be funny, but it it does come across like that because of just yeah, just <laughs> the
2: way. It is. I think I think some of the dialogue, especially in in the romantic scenes, is not believable <laughs> or like, it's like, it's
1: terrible. It's just
2: like, or it's like a teen, like it is in some ways, it is what a love-struck teenager would say. But I'm also it like, is
0: written for. 14 year old girls and i can appreciate that that this these films are not targeted towards me in any way but i can appreciate that if i was a 14 year old girl i'd probably be all over this
1: (laughs) well another another thing just to add is so for lucy crush's birthday at uni um when i think the second one came out the eclipse, I think it is the mm. second one. I always get a
2: bit confused. Uh, type. New, new moon. Oh, new moon. New, new moon. moon.
1: Basically, this is how much of a good friends our group are. We organised to take her to the midnight showing at the print works, right, to see this film come out. And we got the last tickets and we were late and we walked in and we had to sit on the front row because every seat was taken. And it's the only time I've been in the cinema where people actually clap when someone comes on screen, <laughs> mostly when our Pats is there. As soon as he came on, people were like, well, when I say people, the audience was mm. pretty much girls. And then obviously when Jacob takes his top off, which is a lot, let's be honest, everyone's just like, what? Clap it. I, I, it was cringe. It was so cringe, but it was ridiculous.
2: I learned as well that that Jacob was only seventeen when he was like popping his shirt off every five minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And I was like, I was like, Ooh, it's a bit, yeah, <laughs> it's a bit. You know, if you're wrong, yeah, a bit, yeah. I guess teenage girls are fine if they're teenage girls, but I was like, because there was a he almost actually got he was almost uh, recast for the second film because they didn't believe he'd get buff enough for the second film.
1: Oh, he gets buh. Yeah. He gets buh. <laughs> <laughs> he gets buh.
2: And, you know, any any opportunity, it's like, oh, I, I, you know,
1: oh,
0: I need to pick up this screwdriver. Better take my top off. Mm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think... Oh, God, you're bleeding. You need a bandage. Let oh, me take my top, top, top off. off. <laughs> exactly,
2: every time. Without
1: this, is all, this is also probably why I quite enjoy it, because obviously there's, like, a lot of sexual tension throughout. But, yeah, you, you just, the whole it way is, through, is,
2: Lucy, is there yeah. sexual tension? <laughs> I, don't, I think I think there is.
1: Like I it, think there's a lot,
2: there's a lot of almost kissing. It's, it's just like it's very close to the lips, mm. very close to the but, lips. Oh no, 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 no.
1: Yeah, I just think there's a lot of like long, long stares, long pauses, awkward silences, awkward comments and quotes and stuff. And it just makes the whole thing very awkward, very cringe, mm. but very funny. <laughs>
2: Well, let's let's kind of break it down a little bit. So there's a lot of people that haven't seen these films or people that will never watch these films, uh, you know. So let's kind of break it down for them. So let's talk about the first one specifically and what we kind of remember about the first one or, or our feelings towards the first one. So Lucy, what do you feel about that opening Twilight film specifically? So
1: I think the first one is probably, um, and I think, again, like if you if you've read the books, which I haven't, but for someone that has read the books they can kind of fill you in on the whole vampire backstory so I feel like the first one is very much kind of obviously she's um you know she kind of leaves sunny Arizona and her lovely mum who's lovely and like outgoing and which I, I still don't really understand why that happened but in any case she ends up moving to Fox and she's like this awkward new girl in school. Um and then, you know, you kind of it, it kind of setting the scene to learn about the whole vampire situation. And I think, you know, it's like I from watching the film, if if my friend Lucy hadn't said, oh by the way, vampires are really strong, or oh by the way, vampires are really pay like all these kind of things that I suppose maybe if you know about vampires, but I don't really know a lot about vampires. So I wasn't really in on the whole to be, I was down with the vampires.
2: <laughs> down with the vampires. Um, I think, I think that's, that's the thing about vampire movies, that every film has its own set of rules. Like, do, do they need to be killed by silver? Can they walk in the sun? Can they turn into a wolf? Can they turn into mist? You know, there's all these different rules in every film. There's like, can you cure a vampire? Is it by a blood transfusion? Is it by something else? If, I feel like this one was trying to reinvent the wheel. Um, mm. In regards to vampires, but I also think it's it's trying to sanitize both the werewolf myth yeah. and the vampire myth, making it less violent, less bloodthirsty.
0: Yeah, these vampire. Well, I suppose the good vampires, which are all the Cullens and and their friendly other vampire families, they're not very, they're not threatening, and they're not interesting, and there's nothing really distinctive about them. Um the whole thing about is when um, Edward takes Bella into the woods and when she's starting to figure out he's a vampire and then he goes, oh, you, you don't want to see me when, when I step into the sun or something. And you're thinking something awful is going to happen because uh, he really doesn't want to go into the sun. And you think, oh my God, he's going to look grotesque. And then he steps in he's all sparkly. And oh, don't look at me, I'm horrible. And he's like, glowing. Five months has got him. Yeah. So one, one in a traditional vampire, if you go into the sun, it kills you. Hmm. But these version of vampires, oh, they go all sparkly.
1: Yeah. And also, you know, they have this like, you know, you see kind of Bella's dad's house and, you know, he's seen, Charlie seems like a really good guy. You know, he's like a carp and everyone in the town knows him. And then I feel like that's really contrasted with the Cullens house, which is this like, Uber contemporary architectural f- fucking massive house that's like amazing inside, and it's, and it's
2: it's very opposite to what we usually expect from a vampire, like this big gloomy castle. It's a very yeah. modern, you know, up to date. We're like, oh, we're we're new age vampires, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. the I, I read I read that um that actual house belongs to some like Nike executive um and they and like they had like an interior designer and like it was you know I think that really like I think it's really fancy I think that's something that I'm like wow like she kind of goes from this kind of very you know just just a normal kind of rural townhouse and then all of a sudden the Cullens house is like all of a sudden they're driving around in these like crazy volvos and they've got this like beautiful floor to ceiling glass it's just yeah it's, it's pretty trendy but I think the thing for me with when they're at school that like, obviously the guys are really like, Oh, Bella's the new girl. Like, Oh, she's, you know, and then I think Anna Kendrick, she's, I think she's really good. I think she really comes. Yeah. yeah. I think she's great in these films. When Bella plays netball and it's the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my whole life. And she like, she just like hits the ball at someone's head. And then she's just, she's just pretty lame pretty basic and and yet all the guys are kind of like "Ooh, Bella's the new girl Bella's new girl and then she goes to that science lesson and it's her first time sitting next to Edward and the way he like obviously because it's I think this is the thing like if when you're watching it you kind of like okay he thinks she smells really bad but obviously it's like because he's a vampire and I think it's meant to be that she smells amazing, but he kind of makes it come across yeah. that she smells horrific. So he looks like he's, like, smelt the worst smell in his life ever. I, and I she's th- like,
0: it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I, don't, so, I, don't, I don't think it's
2: ridiculous. that. Oh. It's, I don't think it's that Lucy he, it, for me it genuinely looks like he just comes in his pants instantly yeah. it, second yeah, it, it's
0: it's like oh, halfway yeah. between coming in his pants and his bowels just empty and
1: oh <laughs> it's so bad
0: it's just this moment and it, oh I think Robert Pattinson is actually very good in yeah. these films um but that moment is just yeah it doesn't
1: it's it doesn't not, work it, at all and then it's, like you know she he's there like I think the thing is he says later on oh you smell like your smell to me is like um the most enticing thing ever but he literally makes it look like someone's the worst trump ever like you would in school if someone just like lets one go and then you're like oh my god this is the worst thing I've ever smelled and she's there like sort of checking herself being like oh he, he thinks i smell gross and then he tries to like move class or whatever but then what i don't understand is then he disappears for a while and then she kind of misses him and wonders why he's not there and then he comes back and he's fine so i'm like
0: yeah this what's is...
1: changed since you thought she smelled great or disgusting and then oh you're you're dissecting an onion which i quite like because i feel like that's kind of Like a vamp, you know, like vampires and garlic and onions and things. It's like what a cliche that they happen to be dissecting a onion.
2: We're trying to say that these characters have layers, layers. layers. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, they don't.
1: They really don't. Like,
2: like for me, like, like I know everyone. Like for me, you might as well have called Bella the protagonist because she is that like basic, like. I think that's what it is. Is she's so basic? She's got no interest. She's got no drive. She's got nothing. Nothing unique about her. All the guys are like, "Oh my god, the new girl." And and to be fair, the guys in the high school are borderline predatory. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. like especially that the 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 young lad who shows her around. He is like, "Yeah, I I work at the paper. Let's." Have- oh yeah.
0: Yeah, he's a think, yeah. Think whenever a new girl at our school always. Always came along. A lot of guys would just leech on them. So yeah, it's quite realistic that yeah, part guess. of it. I think.
1: I guess. <laughs> but she is. I. But think she's got.
2: She's got nothing. Nothing about. It. She's got no drive. She's not got. She's like. I'm a bit quiet. I'm a bit awkward. And I read.
1: And I'm shit. Mm-hmm. At, I'm shit at netball. That's it. That's the other thing. But she also. I think that's maybe part of the the fantasy part of it is that. For me, I, guess. For
2: me, I think it's. I think it's the writer going. I need girls to identify with this character for sure yeah. Yeah. definitely so if I can give her if I if I make sure she's not sporty and she's not smart and she's not this then like it's, it's like the base demographic like everybody will you know relate to her on some and feel like this is them um, if I don't give her any of these interests or drives or stuff um, like somebody can identify with them
0: on some level uh, I, I didn't mind that in the first sort of two or three films that you know she is just plain Jane a bit of a plain Jane yeah Um, and there's not a lot to her because there doesn't have to be obviously and a lot of people are just normal yeah when it gets to the fourth or fifth film and she's exactly the same person she was in the first film than when she is in the fifth one yeah is there five that's fine yeah there's definitely five trust me there is five (laughs) So yes. even after she turns into a vampire, she's still she, exactly she's, the same as she was. She and she yes, yeah, so if she's
1: not got less personality. She has got less personality as a vampire, even though they're like, You look amazing. Like the whole way through, Edward's like, You're the most beautiful thing ever. Like, even all the other vampires are like, You're so beautiful. She's basic AF, let's be honest. <laughs> and also, I have to say Part of me that this is a part that I kind of dislike about her is that she says she kind of loves her dad and she has this kind of like re, like good relationship with him. But yet she refers to him as Charlie all the way through. I'm like, why don't you just say dad? Why don't you just say he's your dad? Mm. And then also I think she's a bit of a shit friend because she, when she kind of, um, the girls like Anna Kendrick and the other kind of girl who's, you know, Yeah, kind of in her school friend group, they sort of say to her, Oh, you know, we're gonna kind of go prom dress shopping. And she's like, Oh, I'm I'm not I'm not into it. Like, you know, I'm not very girly and I don't really like dressing up and all this sort of stuff. And then she kind of agrees to go along, and then she's like, she's not really paying attention to them. Then she's like, Oh, I actually just only came because I want to go to a bookshop and look about the history of wolves. And you're like, You're a shit friend, just you know, (laughs) like, and I just kind of think. She kind of makes out that she really cares about her dad, but she's not, you know, she kind of, everything is about Edward. She's obsessive. It's like he comes into her life and that's it. Nothing else matters. You know, he literally says, I've killed people. And she's like, cool. Okay. I'm fine with that. You're sexy to me. Yeah. He's just, yeah. So, yeah.
2: here's, Here's a question. Now, now, Uh, Stephanie Meyer, the author of the books. So she's been criticised by feminists who consider Meyer... Here we go. and Here we go. Here we go. So they consider Meyer an anti-feminist writer. So, uh, for example, they've been saying that the series romanticises a physically abusive relationship, point to uh, red flags including Bella's entire life revolving around Edward never being in control of her own life, being absolutely dependent on Edward's ability to protect her, her virginity and her humanity, and injuries, Bellis suffers from finally consummating her marriage with Edward. So what, what do you have to say about this? Do you consider Twilight anti-feminist or is it feminist or is it somewhere in the middle?
1: I, I would say the first, Daphne, the first couple of films I mean, let's be honest, he turns up in her room, he's perving on her when she sleeps. He's a creep.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: he says he's killed people and she's like, okay, yeah, that's fine, I don't care. You know, she she kind of, she doesn't give a shit about anybody else in her family or her friends and she's only bought, she's only invested in Edward and everything about him and she just, so yeah, she is a bit all kind of, all yeah, I, I don't, I have to agree, I don't think it's I don't think it does a lot for feminism in the sense that he's like, he is the be all and end all. I would do anything. And he, and he's very kind of like, I'll protect you. I'll, you know, you're, you're my, you're the reason for my entire existence. It's like, chill out, mate, you know, get, get a bit of of perspective. (laughs) Right. She, you know, she just, yeah, I, I don't think it, it does really a lot for that, but I think, possibly possibly the the last two the last two films hmm. she kind of is i think this whole thing about her not ever i think in the third one she kind of turns around and says i've i've always felt like i was out of place and i've always felt awkward and that i didn't really belong and that actually being a vampire is 100% what i want and And so in some respects, I kind of have a little bit more respect for her for that, that she Mm. kind of wants to take control and says, change me, even though it's like... She's
0: she's
2: been saying that since the first film,
0: though. Exactly. Mm. It's what she wants. So if that's what she wants, then...
1: Yeah, and I think in the the later ones, you know, her strength and her kind of stubbornness and her kind of what she wants kind of comes across more...
0: It's even she becomes the one protecting Edward with yeah, her powers.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it is. So, yeah.
0: Um and it's what she wanted all along. Hmm. Um and, you know, isn't that kind of what feminism is? Yeah. That, you know, when woman should be able to do what she wants, essentially. Essentially. So if she wants to be a vampire.
2: Yeah. And I and I think that I mean, I that- mean neither me and Scott are defining feminism, by the way. No. I mean, <laughs> oh you guys. Too much, too much. <laughs> Two
1: males
2: are not, 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 not. We're not trying to yeah.
1: see what feminism is. No, you know? no, but that, but you—that I think I agree. Like, I, I think in the first couple of films, it doesn't come across very. Mm. Uh, but you like, can see, that you but see later we are on, against yeah. it,
0: that oh, she becomes Edwards, and oh, she's given all this stuff. They get a house out of nowhere. But yeah,
1: point. we're like, sorry, where did all this like wealth and, you know. She just kind of lands on her feet a bit because I was saying, I was saying, Scott, I was like, how do these people, like, clearly they don't have jobs. How can they afford all this amazing stuff? Like, they just land on the. He's a doctor. Hmm.
0: They've been alive for a good
2: few hundred years. So they made some very good investments.
1: But also, when he takes her on the honeymoon and he's like, oh, I'm not telling you where we're going. And she's just kind of all the time, it's like, even her dad's like, oh, I don't know where you're going. Like, you know, and he kind of scoops her away, whisks her away on this fucking boat to Rio or whatever. And then he's like, checks into this island that's just theirs. And he, yeah, and then he's got like a private jet for the way home. And you kind of think, mm, yeah. you know, this guy's kind of got everything he wants, And, and but I think that's the whole thing about vampires is that they they kind of entice you in. I mean not from Perth like, I don't I don't know but this is what I think they're trying to get
2: Is is Scott a vampire? Well like, <laughs> maybe. He, does, but, he um, doesn't age.
1: he doesn't
2: age. He certainly doesn't he age. He doesn't age, no, he doesn't <laughs>
1: age. But it's that whole thing of, you know, they they're powerful and they're strong and they they kind of entice you in and so I think that's maybe, you know, part she kind of gets sucked into all of that and
0: but the the character of Edwards never abusive and he's always the one who's saying oh no we we need to wait and yeah so
1: Mm. yeah no
2: i know yeah it's it's not it's not very clear so i can i can understand why people would be like it's the message is a bit muddled and maybe but i I also feel like um now stephanie meyer is is, uh, is a mormon Oh, I didn't know that. So yeah, so so I I, when I was doing my research, I didn't know this myself. But when I was looking, when I was watching the films, it I did kind of start to see some kind of Mormon Mormon kind of elements. Like, you know, you know, the specific amount of time they have to wait for her to be turned into a vampire, the fact that they describe the baby as like they don't like describing the baby as a fetus is certain things kind Uh, of. I didn't know that certain things were kind of cropping up and I was like okay you know they they don't do drugs they don't party they don't drink you know there's no there's no scenes of things like that you can sort of it, it's it's like very it's fairly subtle but I was kind of thinking yeah I think that definitely came from the writer that was a film choice I think that was originally and, not was planned
1: yeah, yeah that's that's interesting especially because he's he kind of you know, he's very like I'm traditional, Bella. You know, I want to marry you, and you're like, oh, girl, come <laughs> on, just, want to... just get down
2: just, to it, just, get just
1: down jump to it. on the nasty. You know, it's like, <laughs> and he's like, no, we must wait. And you know, I'm very traditional. Here's my grandmother's ring, and you're like, oh, pull the other one.
2: Let's just you know. That's what Bella wanted all along. She just wanted to pull the other one. That was the whole point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah um it's yeah it's 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 a fascinating kind of set of films um let i tell you what we've not talked about um good old good old team jacob i think we need to talk about him a little uh, bit uh, yeah because
0: well, we, he's, a, he's a big, I, I don't understand how like anyone him. could be team jacob i really don't <laughs> um, oh.
2: I... That, that was one of my issues with new new moon was that it was just a retread of the first film But yeah. moves, uh, until they go to like Italy and all that. That's the most interesting part of that film was the latter <laughs> half of it. Um, but yeah, what, what do you guys think of the, the whole kind of wolf culture and the you know that wolf law?
0: I quite like the whole um, yeah the, the, the law around it um, and it's quite mixed in with Native American history um, and it's very tribal. Um, I really liked all that side of it and I I liked um, the sort of older elder wolf Black,
1: Billy Black
0: yeah Billy Black and yeah I I, kind of like the wolves until they turn into wolves (laughs) and they look they're just awful just big dogs that's it. it I think these films had quite a fair budget but not much of it was spent on the walls. They, they never, they never look convincing. Not in one shot, and I, I think that's a big, a big shame because that's part of the reason why. Ah, oh, Jacob, just, just go home, mate. She's, she doesn't like you. Just, you should have realised that from day one. Just give it up. I, but, yeah,
1: I disagree a little bit because I feel like a little part of the guilty pleasure thing for me watching them is all the way through, I'm like, team vampire, team wolf, team vampire. And I like constantly change my mind thinking, mm, would I rather be with the vampires or mm, actually the wolves have it pretty good? Like, you know, they've got, you know,
2: and so... Minus the massive scratch on her face.
1: Well, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> that's that's not great, but... But how he kind of, how Jacob says, you know, you wouldn't have to change for me. And also I feel like his dad, Charlie, has that real connection with, um, is it Billy and, and the kind of mm. the other the other kind of wolf clan, even though he doesn't actually know that they're wolves. But I feel like that that's, there's all the way through her dad is kind of pushing, you know, Jacob cares about you. You know, you need to spend more time with your other friends like Jacob and, you know. They're always kind of around, like you know, they kind of he buys the truck for her and then she fixes the bike. And it's like he, you know, Charlie kind of says, You know, you're I prefer you essentially. And it's kind of like that whole family kind of you know, it's like your parents kind of have an influence on you know who, who you hang out with. And you know, he kind of feels like you get the sense that he's not really into the color, like, well, he's kind of like, Oh, you know, you know, doesn't like how. How secreted they are, and how you know,
2: I think it's like the it's like the. I think he always talks about how hot he is, and he's hot blooded, he's warm blooded. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's more normal. I'm not dead, you know. It's kind
1: of, yeah, that's about, I'm not dead. I have a pulse, by the Feel way, it. Not dead. with my shirt off,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like with Scott, I, I, I like that. You know, it's there's not many films where you. I will say this about the franchise. There's not many films that are, like the demographic is like teenage girls, like big action, you know, fantasy, these big fantasy films, you know, let alone that have five sequels that are, you know, pointed and targeted towards young girls. I think that's great. So, you know, if you love these films... You know, more power to you. Again, for me, Scott, they're probably not really aimed at us, but we we still got some enjoyment out of them. But I, I think it's cool to see all this Native American culture and and to have Native American actors in it as well.
0: Uh, and I that, that was very that was one of the most interesting things I read that they sort of had to prove that you were a Native American yeah, to I mean, be in, to be playing these parts. Yeah, and that's, that's kind it. of something that maybe for this kind of film you wouldn't think they would be that insistent on, they'll just say, oh yeah, we'll, we'll get someone who looks a bit Native American. But actually, they actually did respect a lot of that culture. Um, and it's, I'm assuming it's in a lot of the books, but there's some flashbacks which mm. um, go back. To, so there was one point where this tribe is being attacked and then yeah. um, the woman stabs herself to distract the vampire. And yeah, I, I, I do like a lot of the, the way they, sort of delve into to that culture i think that's really good
2: yeah i i um i actually quite i think my favorite is the third one eclipse which is uh directed by i think it's david slade who directed 30 days of night which is a very mm. different vampire movie It's very very different from these movies but i think he brought a lot to it um and kind of introduced a lot of horror elements uh, like push the horror within the kind of per- pg thirteen. Um, as much as he could and there's a huge fight um you know an actual fight that you know is real yeah Uh, but we'll get into that i'm sure um and and there was all these really cool flashbacks to like you know um i think is is it um oh god what's her name esme is it esme
1: is it are you thinking of rosalie when she rosalie yes yeah she that's one of my i think that's that's one of my favorite things about i think for me the second and the third are my favorite because they delve into other, the characters that are not the main characters and actually they're a bit more interesting than than the main characters but yeah um jasper who's like yeah. um you know he's like a um, I think he's a federate, yeah like um, yeah. And that's and I find his backstory really interesting. And then Rosalie, obviously that like 1920s, slightly different era. But, you know, that for me is like, I, I feel like, and I really like her as a character, probably because she doesn't really like Bella Zambas. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, is she even Italian? Like, <laughs> you know, but uh, that, I think numbers two and three are probably my favourite because you hear about these, you know, and then you've got kind of Victoria and her kind of, revenge sort Hmm. of you know yeah
2: they do build her up a lot victoria in the first two films and apparently like um bryce dallas howard who plays her in the third film um they wanted her for the first two but she said she went guys the script basically just has me running i'm not gonna do it (laughs) let's have (laughs) yeah
0: um, I didn't know they wanted her for the first two yeah, as well. Yeah, par-
2: apparently so. Um, and, then, and then they were like, right, you've got the, like, the lead villain role in this. You can be in this. Um, but even then, she's barely in it as well. But, um, but it, it, it was good to see her in this. And, and I, I thought it was a good kind of... I think the tension between the wolves and the vampires kind of comes to a bit of a... This is like the, the, as, as difficult as it gets between them. I think the mm. tension is quite is quite high, and it ends fairly well. Like, oh, will you marry me? Yeah, I guess I will. Oh, okay, um, <laughs> it's quite fairly positive. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's the one I, I think I got the most out of and was like, you know what, this is actually not too bad. But then, obviously, we've, we've got more. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I thought that one was pretty, pretty kind of good, at, you know, out of the ones that we've had. Um, those are the ones I, I probably enjoyed. That was the one I probably enjoyed the most. Um, but, yeah, um, what did you guys think of the third, the third one anyway, for the most part?
1: Yeah that's my the second well I think the second one was the one that I went to the the midnight showing of which mm. is quite imprinted in my my brain mm. um but, and yeah the second and third I think for me are kind of I really like the whole um Victoria James kind of revenge you know and like I think it introduces more characters more location I, a do, bit more.
2: I do remember this one as being the film with the bad wigs <laughs>
1: mm. yeah the, there's a lot of bad wigs in this whole thing, let's yeah. be honest, um but yeah, I feel like there's actually quite a lot a lot of action, a lot happens, and it's kind of a bit more because mo you know I, it's a lot of you know Bella and Edward kind of looking at each other awkwardly for long periods of time, not a lot of dialogue, you know, and it's just a bit ugh. and then actually you get these other characters like Rosalie, who's got actually got some personality who. You know, she is quite feisty and she does make it clear that she doesn't think Bella's all that. And she's and everyone's like, oh, you know, be car, like, be nice, Rosalie. And she's like, I'm not dealing with this shit, and just kind of like mashes a glass bowl and like storms off um and then i quite i like jasper as well because i feel like you get a bit more of a backstory into him and he's quite interesting he
2: he was kind of like the dangerous one in the first couple of films like he'd sniff a bit of bella's blood and be like yeah and like yeah "Ah." it was quite nice to see why he was so dangerous or why he was so like like a little bit out of it like in the first film he's just walking around like almost like a zombie Is like "Ah."
1: yeah Definitely. And I think also you get more of like the tribal side of stuff with the wolves and their kind of native, like their history. Um, and yeah, Jacob, like, you know, I, although he, he's kind of like all his eggs in one basket with Bella and there he's like, kind of, you feel like he's flogging a dead horse really. She's like, mate, get over it. <laughs> but actually, you know, I quite enjoy, I particularly enjoy the um, cinema scene where they go for a kind of date with that other guy whose name I forget. Yeah.
2: Kind of like that, of, that creepy blonde guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he turns around in the cinema and calls the other the guys like, what a marshmallow. That's like one of my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kind of, I think he kind of gets, that's just when you start to see also um, Edward change because he's kind of gone from this kind of long-haired, nice guy. So then all of a sudden, you know, he's, he's got a big fever and he's getting really hot and, you know, and then he's getting mad.
2: Jacob's only emotions throughout these films is anger. That's it. That's all he does. Yeah. Oh, well, I, oh Bella. I, oh, Edward. Oh.
1: I, I quite like as well how he kind of transitions into a wolf. Um. I think she tries to call him loads and he just doesn't answer. And then I think she turns around and says, oh, your dad... Your dad says you've got mono, which I think is like the American version of glandular fever, and I'm like, yeah, great cover-up. <laughs> he's gone. he's got glandular fever, but he's turning into a wolf behind. Then, him.
2: He, he's got glandular fever, but then he stands out with in shorts, topless in the rain. Exactly, <laughs> that's and really going to help.
1: But I also I also enjoy a lot how all the wolves must go through lots of pairs of shorts and trainers because Scott fight. Like, why do they leave their shoes behind all the time? Like they just kind of go, I'm going into a wolf. And then you're like, there just must be loads of shorts and trainers, like shorts and trainers. Litter, littering
2: <laughs> this forest. They're like Why? <laughs> people are just people are just spontaneously combusting in this forest. What's going on? <laughs>
1: ah, and he's just he's just constantly he's obviously so hot all the time that he just has to walk around in some shorts and some trainers, and you're like, Oh, he's got his shirt off again. One of them is literally steaming when it rained. He's so hot.
2: I mean I mean a lot a lot of teenage girls at the time would have agreed with you, Lucy. It's very well, hot. Uh, I know. think that's
1: why they were clapping in the print works.
2: Are you sure it was their hands that were clapping? My God. <laughs> oh. Who knows? Who knows? I don't
1: know. <laughs> um
2: <laughs> Right, let's let's move on. We've got two okay. more films to talk about. Um, before before we do that, I just want to say two of my favourite characters in the whole film. You've already mentioned them already. Bella's dad, Charlie. I absolutely agree with every decision he makes, everything yeah. he does, every concern he has about Bella is coming from a real, honest, loving place. He, he can't communicate with her very well because he's a dad and she's a teenage girl. I get that. And I, I, the, my only regret with this film is that they didn't have him in it more and they didn't involve him in the secret sooner. But I, 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 get, yeah. I get that they wanted to have, like create tension. Like, why why won't you explain things? Why won't you talk to me? You know, all this sort of stuff. But I kind of wish they'd kind of let him in. And like Even in the last battle, if he was just like shooting a
0: gun at some bad <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- uh, yeah the, uh, I don't know who the actor is who plays him, but... Um, I, yeah, I Billy, Billy, Burk. Billy Burke, yeah. But yeah, I, I think he's really solid throughout all of the films.
2: I, th- I think he's genuinely the best actor as well in the whole thing. I think just yeah. his performance is just really... It's real. Like, I, I believe it, you know, more so than yeah. anything else. Um, and you mentioned Anna Kendrick, uh, which is really... What I love about her is is she got to improvise a lot of her lines and a lot of them are like making fun of Twilight itself. Like, who gets married at 18? Um, yeah. <laughs> or she, or she, goes, um, she goes, she's supposed to be from Arizona. Why is she so pale? You know, things yeah. like that. Do, it just maybe made piss, maybe piss myself laughing.
1: <laughs> did, did you read that she described being involved in Twilight as being like a trauma victim? she she basically she she says that um filming like filming on location where they were was like she just says she remembers being constantly wet and cold and miserable and feeling like her converse were just soaking up water and being like, I literally hate this so much. And she I think she says she was kind of there was a bond obviously between like her and all the cast because they were all in this kind of like damp and cold situation. But she literally describes Twilight as being in like a trauma victim essentially Uh (laughs) so I don't think it was a highlight of her career but I think she I really like her in it and I think her delivery of a lot of things are like you know quite accurate especially when you like when when Bella kind of goes off on one with those bikers to try and like she sees Edward after they come out of like wherever and and then she's like okay what are you doing? Like your mental, like. What's well, she wrong with she,
2: you? she recognizes them from the previous film uh, where mm-hmm. Edward saves her, but this is the same gang that always, almost basically rapes her. Like they're, very, no. uh, they're sexually aggressive, they're physically aggressive, and but it, and it's like, okay
1: though because he turns up in the Volvo to rescue her, so it's fine.
2: <laughs> that's his. That's his. Like that's his knight in shining armor riding on his horse. It
1: literally is. <laughs>
2: i'm in my volvo don't worry <laughs> oh dear yeah I, I that that was a bit where i was like you know what what in, like, i get you've got this death wish and you and you want to see him because every time you risk your life you see him like it, they never really explain that either they never explain how that works is it like is it Alice? Is it Alice the one who has the visions? It's Alice. Yeah. Like <laughs> if, if 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 like she was holding on to to Edward or showing him the visions or something like that, maybe there was some sort of psychic connection, but they never really explain it. No. Also, also, I did have a massive crush on Alice. She's really? A, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought she was. A-
0: yeah, out of all out of all the vampires.
1: But do you not find
0: She's like the do most you not thing.
1: find her pretty annoying though? Look at the film, Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: full full of annoying characters. She Mm. probably
1: has got, I think her and Rosalie probably have the most personality. And actually, Alice is likeable. She is. Mm. Yeah. But I think in the fourth and fifth one, by that point, I'm like, she's just annoying. Yeah. Especially she kind of... Comes in at the end. Well, she... she, That I don't mind so much, but I think I probably more stuff like how she kind of organises all of Bella's wedding. And then, like, packs all this sex- sexy lingerie for her on a honeymoon, and I'm like, "All right, come on, let's have some boundaries here." Just kind of, she just, I think, no, I think she is a nice, she's, she is likable, she is nice, but then by the fourth, by the fourth and fifth, I'm just like, "Yeah, everyone's annoying me."
2: <laughs> is Why is nobody dead yet? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> nobody, nobody really dies in these movies. There's no, kind no. Of peril. Um. You know, and I like this this film, Breaking Dawn Part One, which um, um, uh, was, was Scott right saying that you didn't know that the there was a part two? <laughs> yeah, no.
0: E- even, no. Though it was
2: called, even though it was called Part One.
1: Hmm. Yeah, no, Yeah, I had a slight...
0: So it was the first time we started watching them. Just This was just on our own. And then we got to the end of Part One, I think. I said, oh, we're going to watch Part Two. And she went, what?
1: <laughs> well, that's where he ended. But that just goes to show how, i'd like plots go, it's all much of a muchness. It's just, it's just the same, the same thing. And then yeah. you're like, oh, sorry, like you know. But let's be honest, the fifth one, apart from the fight that never happens, the baby is yeah. disturbing. That
0: worse uh, than the wall
1: again the cgi is just well have you, have you terrible seen the, someone you, needs to have a word <laughs> <laughs>
2: have you, they were going to use an animatronic like a puppet like a yoda or something like that but have you have you seen it have you seen the pictures of it it's horrific on on set they called it it's the baby's called renesme but on yeah set, again
1: set, let's also so that's a whole separate conversation we need to <laughs> have. Yeah.
2: but on the set they called this puppet they called it Chuck is me, like Chucky. Oh. Because it was that disturbing as a puppet. They were like, we can't have this. So that's why you have all that horrible CGI. Because they were like, we yeah. can't get we can't just hire loads of different babies of different ages. We have to CGI
0: everything. Um no, you could just do that. Just Yeah, what they've been doing that for decades and <laughs> decades. <Why laughs> it's
1: just- terrible. It, it it's, works. It, it's really bad. And then also when um obviously Edward um, not Edward. Uh, Jacob imprints on Renesmee and uh, then she, and then Bella obviously gives birth but then she becomes a vampire and then she just kind of wakes up looking stunning mm-hmm. forgets that she has a baby until about mm-hmm. 5 minutes in and you're like you you've had a baby do you not remember this and she's like Edward I love you look at me I'm a vampire blah blah and then she's like Renesmee and then literally she goes she goes off on one to Jacob because he's imprinted on her and then says in a like serious tone you nickname my daughter after the Loch Ness monster <laughs> it's like who came up with that like that it's like ridiculous lying I, I like Nessie calling a found- Nessie.
2: I found it quite funny because, like, she's like, "Oh, I finally get to see my daughter," and then Jacob goes, "Right, that's enough. I'll have it. Yeah, (laughs) 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 yeah. Like, you've had enough time with the baby. It's my turn now. I I want (laughs) to." Yeah, it's
0: very creepy. It's
2: ridiculous. It's just weird. I I have to tell you my favorite behind-the-scenes fact of all these movies. So, so Breaking Dawn Part One opens at the wedding, this very, you know, magical wooden wedding, you know, in the woods and everything, you know, you've got all the comments. They go off to Rio or this desert island, you know, and they've got their own staff and everything, you know, got all this stuff. Um, and they,
1: they bang, they bang they and break all bang. the furniture.
2: They finally bang, but, but, but Edward's been very careful, being very, very, <laughs> you know, uh, very cautious. Now, when filming the sex scene, now this is like 12A, PG-13 in America. And um, When filming the sex scene, they, they, they sent off the film to the censors. So they expect, you know, they, they get it reviewed. They say, oh, you can't have this, you can't have this, can't have that. So they said, this, is, this has to be at least a 15 or an 18 because of this sex scene. They're like, uh, okay. And Robert Pattinson says that the reason that they had to re- reshoot the sex scene or recut it was because of Kristen Stewart's aggressive thrusting. <laughs> really yes it was like she's been way too aggressive with her thrusting um and he was, he was like she knows better than this <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah! but, uh, sorry in, in real life were they together at this point uh,
2: i believe so yeah i believe but, so. yeah yes yeah.
1: and this is and this is another thing that i do kind of quite find quite interesting about this whole thing is that obviously you know, you've got this on-scene, like, on-screen romance, but then behind the scenes there was obviously this quite a big drama of that, like, I've heard her kind of say, like, obviously more recently that she thinks he's lovely and he's, like, a really lovely man and it's, it's kind of, yeah, it, it's all kind of wrapped up. You're not quite sure how much of the tension is kind of, like, and then obviously as things, obviously I think she kind of shafted him a little bit, so... Quite you a know. bit.
2: <laughs> Quite a bit. If anything, she was shafted by someone else, wasn't she? <laughs> well, exactly. That was the whole problem. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure people know. Um, I know. I know that like Anna Anna Kendrick. I think even at one point she forgot she was in the Twilight movies. But I know. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Robert Patton, He was like. He was like. You know. He he started off. He hated them. Even on the DVD commentary, he's making fun of it while they're watching it, going, "This is stupid. This is stupid." You know. He talks about like the. He talks about the writer, and he's like, sh- "You know, why is she? Why is the writer?" think she's Bella and why does she want to go out the serial killer? I don't know, but, but it's money. Um, you just kept doing them. Um, but yeah, but now he, again, he's kind of turned around, said it was a good part of my life. You know, it was a growing experience as an actor. Um, I feel better for it. You know, I, I knew somebody very well on the set, you know, I was very close to them and you know, that ended, but it was a a positive experience for him looking back on it now. So,
0: and now he's going to play another bat. (laughs) yeah
1: exactly Mm.
0: so i've got quite a lot of respect for him i think and you can tell that he clearly put a lot of effort into it there's a side to you can see a side to it that you know he knows it he knows what it is Mm. um it's not you know it's not shakespeare um, not oscar worthy but he 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 still do you think he's kind of i don't know phoning it in um i don't th- i think maybe towards the end but it, it, he's still he's still putting in the effort yeah um and he's never taken the piss out of it which i think michael sheen almost leans a little bit into in his role yeah um but yeah <laughs> 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 which i i absolutely love i, I think michael sheen's amazing in that, yeah he is really. Um, cool. like when I
2: saw but, him in it, I was like, "Oh, oh, good god! I'm glad he's in this." Thank yeah. God. you know,
0: and it's that sort of campy side <laughs> to the whole like vampire thing that I think is missing in this film, and he brings a lot to. Mm. But it also does make him stick out like a sore thumb compared to everyone else. And mm. um, I think it, a lot of that is to to do with the whole is it Volturi? Volturi. Volturi, yeah. and they're very much like the old style of vampire. Mm. Um, so I think he gets away with, with acting the yeah, way he does in it. And they are, they are very flamboyant,
2: like flamboyantly yeah. dressed And the way they
0: present. He looks it. like he's having the time of his life when he was acting in this. I'm sure he was, but mm-hmm.
1: yeah. and, Another person who I feel like deserves a bit of a mention is sexy Carlisle. Let's be honest. Mm. The, yeah. You know, the do- the doctor dad, who is this kind of, you know, he's the kind of patriarch of the Cullen family mm. and he's kind of, you know, he's adopted all these vampires from, you know, Edward, Rosalie, um, Jasper. You know, he's kind of built this clan, mm. this kind of, you know, and he's, it's pretty hardcore that he's the kind of town doctor, mm. um, but he's a vampire who just doesn't age. Um, and then you know he and then also kind of you know a bit strange how he's got this whole obviously when she gives birth in the uh popcorn,
2: part yeah yeah part one yeah
1: his house is so amazing that he's got a bloody doctor set up in his in 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 the in the house and he's got all this all this kind of like don't worry bella i've got some o negative in the back we'll just sort you out on milkshake. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> drinking drinking this fresh blood that i think the fourth one turns my stomach the most yeah probably. like purely just for the grossness but also the cringeness of the whole thing the real
2: it's it's there's not much action it's more the love story it's more the consummation of the marriage you know it's the pre- the the pregnancy out of you know five minute pregnancy
1: and just
2: awful It's Tearing it, out the placenta With his teeth You know all that I stuff. know <laughs> yeah. It's
1: just it's har- And it's like Wearing Carlisle In all of this He just happens to be Off hunting When the one time That you need The, the town doctor And he's, he's not there But uh, I do like Carlisle a lot I think he's I think
2: hes I think, I think he's genuinely one of the, the the kindest and nicest people in the film for all the stuff he does like almost, yeah. almost out of nowhere. I would, again, like I think I'd rather like the backstory of all the other characters than the ongoing yeah. story of these main characters. But it's just me, but every time I oh, I'm like, Ooh, that's interesting. oh do more of that Oh,
0: uh, like when you see a flashback of Edward when he's in that sort of theater and then he ends yeah, up killing a guy
1: that's interesting.
2: Yeah. Like, like, no, like now we're, now we're married. Now we're married. I'm going to tell you about all the people I've murdered. Here we go. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but there <laughs> are some... Also, the one sort of dream sequence that turns my stomach again is like, I can't remember exactly what's happening, but Edward and Bella are running through a forest dressed in like kind of... I don't know how to explain it. The kind kind of, of like, it's kind of like turn-of-the-century
2: clothing, isn't y- it? So.
1: Yeah. And they're like... and. Oh there's some scenes where they're running and also when they're lying down in the field really awkwardly and his legs are like it's just like that doesn't look comfortable mm-hmm. even though this is meant to be this really loving romantic scene you look awkward it's really uncomfortable what going on <laughs>
2: It's just like a lot of the dialogue is just sappy, just like oh. "I love you" and "I love you forever." There's a there's a line where he's like he's really upset that he's hurt her during the sex during the very gentle sex, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Uh, and she's got all these bruises and stuff, and and uh, and she's like, he's like, "I can't believe I'm making you so unhappy on your, your honeymoon." He was like, and she goes, "Can't you see how unbelievably happy I am?" <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, T- tell your face, love, tell your face. <laughs>
1: I don't know. If, I don't know if I should say this on uh on air, but one go of ahead. My, Please go ahead. But <laughs> one of my other friends, Prawn, says he's got a granite cock, and that's why he like, destroys the room. Right. oh that that absolutely killed me because you know he's like when when Jacob's like you can't you're ridiculous you ca- i can't believe that's like some sick joke you you're gonna break her and then li- like you just at uni we'd all be sat around and prawny would be like because he's got a granite <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous
2: granite cock um <laughs> Oh dear, dear. Right, <laughs> let's let's start. We're, we're, right. Sorry, slowly we'll see but surely, it. slowly but surely, running out of time. But um, I love this. is great stuff. This is great stuff. really <laughs> 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 Talking about these. Um, uh, let's talk about the last film. The baby is born. Hooray! Bella is now a vampire. Um, now you know that we were talking about this final battle at the end. Now, spoilers for the whole the whole franchise. Um, there's a big battle at the end, um, massive battle, and it doesn't actually happen. It turns out that it's all a vision from Alice showing Michael Sheen's character, I can't remember what his name is, uh, of the Volturi, the leader of the Volturi. He go- she goes, um, this is you dying if you have this fight, if you have this battle, this is what will happen. And he goes, oh, fair enough. I'm off then. Have a good time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> enjoy your book. enjoy your lives bye but now i read or someone told me i can't remember but somebody said that this doesn't happen in the book this battle is not in the book whatsoever it doesn't it just doesn't happen but because they'd split the films and because they were like we don't really want to end on they've had a baby um hooray <laughs> um, we, they wanted to go out with a kind of a, a big punch, but they also didn't want to alter the film or the the story too much. So they still got all that without having it. But for me, it felt like a massive cop out. Um, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know about you guys, but I was very annoyed when I got when I found out it was a vision.
1: I didn't mind it. Like I, I feel like because you still get to kind of see a bit of the fight. Although I have to say, I it still shocks me a little bit that they rip. Well, no. They didn't rip Carlisle's head off, but that for me was like, oh my god, he's killed Carlisle. He's ripped his head off. That's like a huge thing. But then that I think that's probably one of the most shocking things throughout the whole thing is that Carlisle kind of. But then actually, when well, you know it's when it mm. the twist is, it's like well, that's a the big, thing,
2: like, like like that's that's got such impact and such like state Yeah, that mm. the, them going, uh, it was just a dream kind of un- like it takes it away from
0: it it takes away the whole threat of of the voltori of voltori yeah. yeah and cuz throughout all the films no one you really care about dies mm. um and then you think oh there's going to be this big battle at the end and then you see some of the most popular characters die mm. then it just turns out that oh no it's just a just a vision so, yeah it, it, it's kind of a, mm. a kick in the teeth with that yeah I guess.
2: Some some people may disagree, and I know, I know I've got a few comments that kind of disagree with it, but that's that's how I felt personally. Um, I know some people have even not watched it because they know that's how it ends. They go, right, I'm not going to waste my time with it because of that. Um, but, yeah, I did feel a bit shortchanged because, I, I, you know, like I said, I'd enjoyed them for the most part. I've enjoyed them. But then that end, I was like, right, You've kind of it was it was almost like you've wasted all five films building up to this, so I'm a bit like. Mm.
1: But let's not let's not forget that uh, Rami Malek makes an appearance. Hey, <laughs> <my> favorite <laughs> Rami, yeah, which which I do enjoy a lot, and he's mm. quite flamboyant as well in his kind of his powers, and you know, I feel like he might break into bow rap at any moment, mm. but you know. Into- <laughs>
2: because they kind of they, they realize as battle's come in they kind of they hire all the people they're like we need help come this baby needs protect him because it's like this chosen one child that's going to age normally um, baby
1: like, with the most ridiculous wig in the whole world
2: <laughs> i will say this about the previous film you know you, you were talking about them having all this knowledge and this experience and this you know all this money all this massive house and all this sort of stuff they still google Baby vampire. Yeah. I know. I
1: know. It's ridiculous. They've got, how many degrees have they got between them all? Like centuries mm. of worth of education. Yet they're like,
2: why do they even go to high school? That's my question.
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That's funny. It's
2: like, surely, surely, like I'm annoyed by high school kids. You know, surely they would be annoyed by high school kids at this point.
0: Who knows? Um, there's so many of those new vampires that only have, like Rami Malek he's one of the, he's a really interesting one and you just mm-hmm. think oh I'd rather have spent the last two films with him yeah and some of the other um, vampire families there's a, there's, and some of their powers yeah the whole power how each vampire has a different power that they're, they're not really used that well mm-hmm. Um, like Rami Malek when you first see him he's controlling water and everything but then in the big fight he doesn't really do anything. He punches the ground and yeah. creates Avon. But yeah. But there
2: was a there was a character they introduced in the last film. He's like a young Bill Naive. Uh, he's called Alistair. He's got long hair, long, long hair, he's got a beard. And he turns up and he and he says two words to Bella and then fucks off. And that is it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and he goes, I'm not, I'll be I'll be in the attic or yeah. something.
2: In a bit. and i'm I'm like he's not in the battle it's not in the final battle because he he leaves before then and then i'm like so what was the point of him he didn't say anything didn't add to the story why even have him in the film why even because they make such a big deal of him arriving i was like oh he's going to be you know a big vital part of this battle or he's going to do something or say something that changes everything he's like nah yeah changed my mind i'm off that was it Mm. yeah
1: I, I think I, I don't. Yeah, I, I do think there's some really interesting characters. I think when um, Bella's kind of got her newfound power, her shield, mm. she punches a rock at one point. Do you know do you, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's laughable because you're like, they're like, oh, Bella, like, don't underestimate Bella. She's so strong. No, she, she punches, she punches mm. some big rock. That's about it. And then. Um, but I have to say, I did say to Scott, with the fight scene when, um, although it's not real as such, no, it's kind no. of a vision, when um, Aro um, beheads Carlisle, mm. the the shot of um, Edward where it look, and then all the vampires get this kind of like rage and you feel like he's the one person that they that holds them all together and he's kind of the opposite to RO on the clan you know it's all about Carlisle's building this army and he's building this clan and then you see him kind of rip his head off and then all of a sudden that gave me goosebumps a little bit seeing all the vampires go you've you've crossed the line we're gonna we're gonna all all rules are out now we're gonna go for you but then you realize that it's like it doesn't actually happen but i quite like that bit that's quite
2: dramatic. There's a there's a bit early on in the film where like, you know, Jacob's looking after the baby and stuff. And and it's like and Jacob's like, There's a baby now. We've got a I think it might be in the fourth one actually. But um it's like the there's a baby now, you know. Da, 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 da. Um no, no, sorry, it's before that. So he goes over and he says, Right, we've got a Bella's now a vampire, you know, we they killed her, we have to go and avenge her. And the and the wolves are like, Nah, it's fine. The, the Cullen's the Cullen's not a danger anymore it's fine and then uh, and then someone finds out there's a baby and they're like five minutes later like let's kill a baby <laughs> I, was like, I was like yeah we've gone from like one to eleven in the space of five minutes let's kill a baby <laughs> I was like where? how do you make that jump like it's it's still only a baby and they're like it won't control its rage it won't
1: it's the worst baby you've ever seen in your whole life uh, and you, you found the bit with the wolves talking to each other.
0: Oh, that's the, the worst, worst scene in the, ho- in the whole series. Just, um, just wolves. When the wolves are you. chatting, and it's just they obviously the human voices, and they're just having a, a conversation, and it's it, oh, it's weird, terrible,
1: mm-hmm. it's really yeah. bad.
2: But yeah, it's just <laughs> what I tell you. What one of my one of my favourite f- oh, there are all these really stupid scenes that I love. It's really bizarre scene. Um, so Jacob is like, he's like, I've got to tell Bella's dad about all this, this whole thing. You'll never believe oh, yeah. <laughs> me. He's like, How do I tell him? How do I how do I explain everything that's happened and you across these five movies? And he he just goes into the woods and starts taking his clothes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, uh, Jacob, can you put your can you put your pants back on, please? Put your yeah, trousers yeah. back on. Um, and he's like, No, I've got to show you something. He's like, no,
0: <laughs>
2: Put it, put it away. I'm I'm, I'm sure it looks <laughs> like everyone else's. Put it away, Jacob.
1: Yeah, that's just ridiculous as well.
2: Stupid. Another thing is like. Like speaking of the vampire powers and stuff, Edward goes, you know, he's, he reads the mind of the baby while it's still in the stomach, like, you know, just conceived. And it's like, Oh, Bella, I can read its mind. It's just like you. How? (laughs) Like it does. It's not got ideas. It's not got nothing. It's not seen anything, but the inside of a stomach, you know, or a uterus, you know, what, what's it going to, how's it going to be like Bella? Oh, your thought, the thoughts of the baby are beautiful. What? just nothingness just blanks, <laughs> like.
1: because bella has no personality and oh, yeah
2: that, oh that's good that's good that is well, good well okay.
1: she she doesn't really like she just kind of she just flits between edward and um jacob but you know there. Yes, sister-
2: and she like gets there's that one point when she's like jacob come here come here starts getting off with him and edward's like yeah and I'm like, you're, you're teasing the shit you're, out of the pillow. You're wet, mate.
1: Just you know. <laughs> I just... Yeah, it's not.
2: It's, just... it's not fair. Not fair. So, I it's, in some ways, I'm. I think I'm more team Jacob sometimes, and then I'm more team Ed with other days. But, um,
0: yeah.
1: But there's another ridiculous quote. I think when someone says like, "You're not in a position to be," um like something about stinks like they talk about how they they both smell a lot like obviously the dog smell and someone says well I guess the wolf's out of the bag <laughs> it's just, just like it's not meant to it kind of is going to be funny but not really and it comes across a bit tragic
2: just awkward awkward dialogue and yeah just stilted or like just bad Di- yeah. Bad writing, and, and like Scott was saying, just having wolves CGI wolves looking at each other is not interesting.
0: No,
2: like even their ma- like if their mouths moved, or they like you know went into their minds and saw their you know their human selves or something. Like anything better than that? And just I'm just gonna there's a shot of a CGI wolf over to another shot of a CGI wolf. Like what's the what's even the point? I just another
1: CGI thing which really gets on my wick is when he when Bella like mounts herself on Edward and he like runs up various hills and trees and stuff and like awkwardly, awkwardly like piggybacking, but not really piggybacking because her legs are kind of like not quite wrapped around him. And and then he just kind of obviously kind of runs really fast. It just,
2: is that the bit where he's like, hold on spider monkey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Again, like I have enjoyed these films. Like they're not, they're not, terrible they're not the worst thing i've ever seen in my life i have seen a lot of bad films and you know probably due to this podcast and various researching of things um and my own film choices in general but i actually didn't think these were horrible but i think i would only w- go back and watch them kind of ironically i think now i wouldn't i wouldn't oh watch yeah them like i'm expecting the best film ever um, oh. Definitely you're not, no. not going to get it, um, but I, you know I respect. If if you like it, you like it, and that's that's fine. I remember when um, when it first was announced, Stephanie Meyer said one of her big influences was X Men, and I was like, oh great, amazing! <laughs> I was like, this is this will be good. <laughs> <laughs> not not, uh, not 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 really that inspired. By that X-Men. There is powers, there is vampires, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, there was another thing as well. I remember there was a comic-con kind of around the first, when the first movie came out and people were complaining that women were turning up and they love twilight and all the male fans were like, "Oh, it's bullshit. It's crap. And Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith, uh, the filmmaker got got, was, was on the stage and guys is like, I hear all these hating on twilight fans. And I'm like, he's like, guys, there's girls at comic-con. (laughs) just say you like twilight just let them talk you know this you might be able to get laid you know it might (laughs) (laughs) pigs pigs might fly but it might happen (laughs) you know so so i was like yeah you know they're not hurting anybody enjoying themselves everyone's there's fandoms for everything everyone can like what they want um you know they're not hurting anybody um again these films weren't particularly made for me or scott you know but Lucy jumped right on board. She got on Hey,
1: I don't think they were made for me. I thought it was trash when I first like <laughs> heard about it. So I was like, couldn't believe I was going to a bloody midnight show in a bit. <laughs> um but I have to say I kind of love to hate it really. It's it's not really like anything else. And I and I, it and it is something that I do just go, do you know what? This'll I'll enjoy this because it's got a little bit of everything, even though it's not done. Amazingly well, but actually I enjoy it and it
2: made a fair bit of money though. It did make a fair bit of money. So you know, yeah, it did
0: really well, I think.
1: (laughs) I quite like as well. I happen to just Google um Bella's or Bella's dad's house, the Swan residence. You can stay, it's on Airbnb. You can stay there.
2: Mate, what a what a weekend. What a weekend that would be. And my
1: favorite thing on the Airbnb is that you they've like superimposed pictures of like Bella and Edward in her like in the rooms, basically stay there. And it says, um, unfortunately, Bella's um, Bella's bed linen is now on like show in like kind of in the archive, so it's not her actual bed bed linen, but it
2: looks the same. And you covered can covered, in, covered in vampire tears. Yeah, mm.
1: it's like three it's like three hundred dollars for a weekend or something. I'm thinking, hey, I'd go there. I bloody love it.
2: Is is the granite cock on show? <laughs>
1: I don't, no, I don't think so, no, but you that's, can that's check it shot. out on Airbnb if you if you want to.
2: Well, there you go. I, I, that's a fact I didn't know. So that is that is interesting and fun. So we're coming towards the end now, um, but I think this has been great. Thank you, Lucy, so much for coming on and talking, Twilight and Scott as well. Um, you've both thanks been great.
1: For, uh, thanks for sticking with me on this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Lucy, I know you're a little bit nervous, but I think you've done so, so well, and and you've uh, it's, it's been a highlight, honestly, one of the best ones we've done, I think. Um, but before I go, let's hear what the general public have to say about the film. So I've got a few listener comments. So this is uh, Ben at Nerd Chatting. So that's at Ben underscore Nerd Chat. He says, It is 100% not my cup of tea. However, I'm pleased that those who love it uh, love it as much as they do so there you go yeah uh, yeah. yeah i think that's a that's very
0: valid much, point yeah. it's yeah uh, it's my- not for us but yeah. let other people enjoy it
2: yeah let 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 love rain you know let it let it all fly out of you out of your granite penises um, <laughs> <laughs> um dl ketis at dl ketis says i like these films and, uh, and he, know- he knows that I was going to do this as a podcast. So he's, he's got a uh, Darth, I think it's um, Christopher, Christopher Lee from Star Wars going, I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my biggest fan at I am Jack's musing says, I couldn't possibly comment as I stopped after the first one. However, vampire baseball, I can't
0: even. Yeah, yeah, we've not, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, we probably, we,
1: we probably it. missed it. Yeah, the, the
0: most infamous scene in the whole Absolutely. series. To a bit of Muse.
2: damn. Oh dang. god,
1: I know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh god, they advertised it on Netflix recently, and that was the scene they chose to
1: advertise.
2: <laughs> oh dear. Um, so that the the full podcast at Nerd's Chatting. So that's at Nerd's Chatting on Twitter. Um, not for me, however, all power to the fandom of this series of the movies, books, comics. Fans fiction, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. but he's got a gift saying "hard no for me." And Marcus at the Marco guy, he said, "Read the first book. It was meh." Um, we've not read the book, so we don't know. We are purely doing it on the movies. Um, so our photographer friend uh, Scott uh, at Dan Burgess zero one, um, <laughs> he says, uh, he says that Christian uh, Stewart, she's so wooden, uh, she could make a thousand stakes.
1: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's uh, and he's, harsh.
2: he's followed that up with a comment, and the comment is just shite. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what's harsher, really. Uh, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> okay, final comment. Uh, this is from Twentieth uh, Century Geek Pod, and that's at Twentieth Century Geek, I believe. Um, so I've watched them all some time ago. Granted, but they were all a slog. And if anything got worse, my wife was a fan, but by the end of the third film, we were watching to complete and take the piss.
1: That's that's what you got to do.
2: That's yeah. what you got to do. I think I think yeah. Don't go in. Don't go in thinking you know it's Shakespeare. Um, Absolutely not. It's it's not. It's, uh, it's, it's if, if you're
0: hung different. if you're hung falling yeah. through Netflix, wanting to just watch something for an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, Pick the first is, one on and see how you go.
2: It is currently on Netflix. I saw it was leaving Sky, so I had to record them quickly before it left. I was like, oh, and then they just turned up on Netflix. I was like, oh, I didn't have to worry. I could have just waited till they got. <laughs> Dan, you can
1: watch them again. We can. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> no. I need. I, need a, I think I need a bit of downtime before I watch them again. Okay. And maybe not. Not all in the space of two days. Probably would be. Probably great. not. Bit mm. much. I, I think it might blow my brain again.
1: Fan by heavy.
2: So, guys, do you have uh, do you have social media accounts? Would you like people to come find you, talk to you, message you? Or would you rather them just
0: stay away? <laughs> um, I'm on Twitter, um, at Scott Hodge, I think I am. Cool, I cool. Am. Don't worry,
2: Scott. I'll find you and tag you. Yeah, it's fine. I'll do yeah, it. Hope. Cheers. What about you, Lucy?
1: Um, I Well, I think it's really, it's just um... – insta of mr molly i think that's pretty mr. much it. Molly,
2: of course yes yeah, so yeah um, it, you're, you're a you're a cats of instagram type lady aren't you yes
1: yeah. mr underscore molly underscore the underscore cat
2: there we go there we go so if you want to see some very cute pictures of a very clumsy cat um, <laughs> <laughs> that is the instagram account for you uh yeah. So you can find the podcast. However, you can find that at Facebook. It's at Secret Balls. Twitter at Dan underscore Balls. Instagram Spider Dan the Se- Spider Dan Secret Balls. Uh, the podcast is available everywhere. Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and there are previews available on YouTube and many, many more. If you'd also like to donate towards the podcast, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash Spider-Dan and The Secret Balls. And if you do want to interact with us, don't forget to use the hashtag prepare for prattle um so this has been wonderful thank you so much guys for joining me it has been an absolute blast talking about these films no matter how much we enjoyed them or not (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's been fun
1: yeah it's been really good
2: excellent well take care guys and take care everybody else and you will see me well you won't see me but you'll hear me very very soon Bye 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 bye